Welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Yeah, you say your moms and dads came across, I'm putting words in, came across Egypt. They went into the Red Sea, but none of you dare come to me because you are scared and I'm shaking you in your shoes. Oh, yeah, where is your God? Oh, yeah, you talk about this God. You call yourself children of God. But let me tell you something. You are powerless. You don't even want to come close. And I will tell you something, people. I'm going to bring the army which is behind me, the Philistines, and they're going to come out, and they will destroy you, and we will laugh. We will sit back here and we laugh. And the children of God, all of you big guys that you think you have it all down pat, we will show you because I'm big. And he laughed. Forty days he did it. David came to the camp and said, what's going on here? He said, well, we got this big man back here saying these things. He's scary. He's big. And David said, is he bigger than a lion? Is he bigger than a bear? Because I remember that night in the middle of the night when it was all dark. And I was not with my daddy. I was not with my brothers. And all at once, I heard a lion. And it came, Rawr! and the whole earth shook about. If you ever heard the lion roar I have in the wild of Africa, I've heard it. And I didn't hide. I didn't run for my tent. I didn't run for a tree. But I said, where is this lion? It's after my sheep. I'm going to kill it. And he probably sat there and said, God, I need the spirit of God. I have an enemy in the camp and I've been taking care of these sheep. And oh God, you have to strengthen me. You have to come upon me in an anointing and have me overpowering that, that enemy lion and that bear. And all at once he just, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Even if it costs my life, even it's, if it's going to kill me, I will surrender my life so that I can save that sheep. Exactly what Jesus did. Regardless of the cost, regardless what it costs me, regardless what people think, regardless what the community thinks, regardless what the world thinks, I'm going to go forward and I'm going to come under the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to tear that, tear that line. And I should not fail to say this, was not intended to say this, but there is times, my friend, I used to sing this song. Huh, it's been many years. I want to spend my life Menting broken people, I want to spend my life removing pain. Lord, help my words, heal a heart that's hurting. I want to spend my life menting broken people. Just sing that song. It's been my life. And we have these lions. You know, Samson was called by God. Listen to me. Samson was called by God to begin to deliver the children of Israel out of the hands of the Philistines, the same Philistine army. And his parents, his parents did not know that he had a calling on his life. Some of you are sitting here that have parents that not approve of your life because you love God. Listen to me. 
Samson. He went down the hill and he went down to get a wife in Timnath, which was forbidden by God, by law. And the, the parents did not understand this. They were against it. But the Bible says that they did not know that it was from God. There are some of you people that are being opposed in your faith, in, new, in your newfound life, in your walk with God, and your parents are against you. They do not like this. It makes them uncomfortable because it's not their culture. But they don't know that it's a calling from God. He went down and he got this woman and his way up. On the way down, there's a, there's a lion that opened its mouth against him and came against Samson like you've had many lions to come and, and open their mouth. And what do they do? They roar. Have you ever heard the roar of a lion at night? You lay in your pillow, all you hear is Fear, fear, fear. I fear my mom. I fear my dad. I fear my community. I fear everybody around. Fear, fear, fear. It's the roar of a lion. It's the shaking of the earth beneath you. You hear that shaking. You feel the shaking. You cannot sleep. It grips you. It hurts you. It moves you. It, it causes you not to sleep. You try to sleep, but you're afraid what people say. And well, what if I do this? And then we, if we were carnal, we use strategies. If we were spiritual, we surrender. What happens here is that lion on the way down, doing the will of God, it roared against him and went, ah, against him. And it says the Spirit of God came upon him, and he grabbed the hold of that mouth, and he tore it. And he laid him down, and he kept right on going. And on the way back, he had his new wife going back up, and he saw the lion laying there, and he showed his wife. He said, I want you to come. Look at that lion. That's the thing that gnashed against me. And then he took honey out of the mouth of the lion. How many times have lions lashed at you, and later on you go back and you eat honey right out of that mouth? What is your lion? Is it your friend? Is it your enemy? What is it? Is it a sickness issue? What is a lion in your life? You need to kill it. You need to destroy it. That thing's got to die. You cannot listen to it. You cannot let it put fear in you. You've got to resign. You've got to, you've got to lay yourself on that altar. You've got to resign to God. You've got to surrender. You've got to give it up. And that lion will die. That lion will go away. And listen, my friend, if there is not enough power to overcome that lion, there is a lion of the tribe of Judah that will come to your rescue if you call on him. He will come and he will destroy all the other lions around you, but need to call on him. You need to hang on to him. You need to hang on to him like eternal life. You need, and he will come to your rescue and he will destroy all that's around you. Because he's most powerful. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. God is making kings. God is making priests. That's how he makes us. Well, there goes David. David goes and he says, well, this cannot be like this. He said that I, I have to somehow, I have to somehow take, I'm the youngest one here. You guys are tall. And Elap, his oldest brother, looked at him and he started speaking to him and said like, he said, you go back up and take care of the sheep. Why in the world are you down here? You're just supposed to bring us bread 
and cheese. And now you're down here and you're wanting to attack this. And you see, the brothers of David were looking at the giant, but David was looking at God. The spiritual man will look at God. The carnal man will look at man. That's why they fear. David had no fear because he had a God in his eyes. His head was in heaven and his feet was on the earth. He went down to the little brook of Kishon. That is not right. What was the brook? Somebody know it. It's not Kishon. That was over where Elijah was. Kidron. It's not Kidron. Well, anyways, we don't need to know. But he went down and God, okay, now God is doing this. At nighttime, David was good with his harp. We know that. At nighttime, he would probably sit there under the stars and he would dun, 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 and worship God and bless God and bring glory to God at nighttime until he fell asleep. And the bear, and he heard all these things. Remember now what was happening. It was like water that was going down through a stream. How many of you have had fear in your life? You've had difficulty in your life and you just sit down by a stream and you hear the brook going trickle, 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 trickle. Does it not have a soothing effect on anything? It affects atmosphere. It affects environment. It affects everything around you. When you just hear the brooks, you hear it. You know what happens with that brook, even though it's running slowly and long, perhaps sometimes for many, many years, some of these brooks run. And what they do is they take a stone and they make it really smooth. One that has a rough edge. You know, it's like really an edge where it's just so rough and so hard you could scratch yourself. But the waters, the sounds of the soothingness of God and his promises and his word and his being in his presence will wear those rough edges right off. And David went down to the brook and he picked the stone out of this. This is a stone that came right from the very brook. Dustin, son-in-law, picked it right out from the brook where David got his. And if you look at it, there's no sharp edges anywhere. Who modeled it? Who modeled this? Years and years of the presence of water. Some of you have edges on your life. And you sit there in life and you look at it and it treats you so harshly. You need to learn to spend some time at the water. Or the inspiration of God will change you. Or the revelation of God will change you. You need to pull away. You need to pull away a little bit. Just God. Put oil on your head and worship him. Stand there before him. Let all the cares of this world go away. And allow the gentle brook to form your life. Because this life, there is thousands of years of histories in this stone. And it's smooth. And I know this was not made this way. This was modeled by a gentle stream. Perhaps the very size, perhaps a stone laying right next to this. This might even been a stone in David's hand. We don't know. Could be the very one that killed the giant. But it's these stones that get made at the gentle streams of life is the ones that will kill giants, my friend. But you've got to be a king. 
There was only a king that could use this, this stone, none other. Nobody else qualified, nobody else could. All the tall boys and all the strong men could not rely on their years of sitting at a gentle stream in the inspiration of God. It's a thing you cannot miss. If you're busy, you've got a lot of work, it's the middle of the summer, it's just going, 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 going. We've got to, got to... My life changed in the past week a little bit where I'm going to have some different pressures coming my way, decisions to make, away from sitting at the gentle streams. No, the gentle streams is where I go to. I'll take the streams with me. Amen? And we will see things God's way, not man's way. Because this stone was shaped over years of sitting in the brook. Listen, my friend. Some of you have had harsh, harsh treatments in your life. Some of you have been completely taken wrong, been used wrong. Don't let that shape you. You sit at the brook. The water in the creek is the water of life. And it flows through you and it shapes you. Regardless of how rough your edge is. But if you're going to save your face, you will not be sitting in a brook. You'll be standing on the banks and making sure that you're going to be seen more than the one down by the brook. That locks the rest of the world out and allows God to come in. That's the way it works. It was the, ins the gentle inspiration of sitting next to the waters of life in most difficult times, in the most easiest times, in most every situation that shapes. We hope you've been inspired and changed by today's message. If you wish to listen to today's message or for other audio and video resources from the preaching ministry of Wayne Weaver, please visit ministriesofwayneweaver.com.